everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. It's funny to say we're glad to be back, because we've already been here yeah. once today. Yes, we have. We uh, did a stream this morning of the uh, FBI and police uh, press conference for Gabby. A big case this week that many of you are already talking a lot about that Gabby Petito. Yeah, lots of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to be back tonight for yeah. this a little more chill kind of conversation. Why is my what is my for sure kind of nice to change gears and uh, flex the right? muscles, right? So it is. Yeah, I think so too. Sometimes it's nice to. Get away from all the sad and yucky stuff and, you know, Mm -hmm. talk about fun stuff for a while. Well, you know, people ask me sometimes, how do you, how do you do it? You know, you're researching multiple cases a week. You're watching the news to find cases, you know, Mm -hmm. like, how are you not totally beat up by it? Well, because I have an amazing job where I get to uh, do psychic work all day, every day. And I get to talk to marvelous people and do amazing work. And that's how. So, yes, getting to switch gears and bring this part of our work to this audience is really different for us. And it's a ton of fun. Yes, it is. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, I do, too. I spend a lot of my time um, seeing my my healing clients Mm -hmm. and my podcast clients and and, you know, like. If you follow me on any of the social medias, I make a lot of uh, fractal art and fractal meditations. And yeah, I need that too. You know, just that little different uh, bent. Yeah. Now, I may be watching a true crime documentary while I'm doing it, (laughs) but I do get a break. I do. Good, good, good. Well, I want to say hi to Angie, RJ, Kate, Aaron in the chat. Good to see you guys. So, as always, the biggest question of Wednesday night is, what did you make for dinner? Or what did you eat for dinner? I guess either way, right? What was for dinner? Yeah. We ordered salads from Blackbird Diner. Rhonda's most favorite thing is the cheeseburger salad. Right. I get the tuna chef, which is also really good. Um, cause we were feeling kind of lazy. Actually, Rhonda gets paid tomorrow, which means we buy groceries tomorrow, which oh. means that we're kind of down to the end of like, ugh, everything <laughs> we have requires make? a significant amount of cooking, you know, mm-hmm. and we're like, mm, nah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what we, have. yeah, that sounds, I do love black bear. Kate said she misses black bear too. Hi, Aaron, Shelby, oh. M and Kate, other Kate. We've got two Kates in the house tonight. Yeah. Besides me, but uh, three. Look at that. <laughs> I we have not had dinner yet. I made I made this keto bread today called cloud bread that is literally calorie free. It's just egg whites in different uh, incarnations, and it's weird as hell. I don't know what to say. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I mean, tell us what you really think. <laughs> big block of styrofoam now I think what I'm reading from other people is that toasted it really makes a decent sandwich or toast I fried I sliced a few pieces and uh grilled them in butter with some cinnamon on them like kind of like french toast they were okay Scott was on the fence he like he ate a whole piece and he's like this is awful 
then he comes back and he's like, it's not awful. It's different. And then he left the kitchen and he came back in again and I caught him eating some more. So I'm like, so do you hate it or you don't? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. And I'm like, yeah, me too. I will say the pigs loved it, loved it. So, Oh, I'm sure. So there is They that, love everything but, though. Yeah. But so anyway, from all of that, uh, that, that was just this afternoon just to try it. It really wasn't dinner, but uh, yeah. See, Jessica said she likes cloud bread with garlic and butter. See, I need to try something like that. Anyway, I don't know. That's as far as I've gotten. I've actually been in the studio all afternoon making some things. I Ooh, actually have fun. something to show for myself. Nice. <laughs> so I made a couple of pillowcases for my couch. They're not stuffed yet, but. Oh, cute. Oh, you can't really see them. Can you see them now? There I we go. Them. Now we can. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we can see them. So, my cute little Nomi. I guess I should Yeah, that's there darling. Isn't that cute? I love him so much. And then I also did this truck. Oh, cute. Isn't that cute? I am impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love them. I'm happy. I also was working on some merch because we're going to Mars's first game, her first uh, college softball game this weekend. Hopefully, because somebody just got tested for COVID on her team. Oh, hell. So we're hoping there's still a, a game. Yeah. Games this weekend. I suspect if there's not, we're going to Montana anyway, because I don't know if she could handle the disappointment of us not coming. But right. also, she sent us to Costco. She sent us to Dick's Sporting Goods. We've basically just been doing all of her shopping for all week long. <laughs> and I have a trunk full of stuff she needs. So I love the gnome and the bats, too. Thank you, Lauren. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it is super cute. Fun. It's a, yeah, it was nice to spend the afternoon down there. I made a... Uh, mascot softball uh, water bottle for Scott you know just nice doing stuff so but we also oh my gosh I don't know you guys probably remember from last year or if you're new here you might not know how what big fool Scott and I are for Halloween we love oh my goodness. like really love Halloween so yesterday I drug all of our decorations out of the storage shed up into the front yard and that was so much work that I had to take a rest and didn't get as much put out <laughs> as I wanted to. Well, I mean, we're talking huge, heavy things, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was using a wagon to pull everything up. Anyway, so we have these cute little guys that are headless. Oh, One of them is, <laughs> right? <laughs> One of them is a, a mummy and the other one is a little uh, like Frankenstein. And they're flat on top. You're supposed to put a pumpkin on them. But oh. pumpkins are kind of problematic. They always fall off. They, You know, you have to have a really stable pumpkin or they always roll off. Anyway, we were at Walmart today. And they had these baby doll heads. Like haunted baby doll heads. Hilarious. Yikes. So we bought two of them. And stuff lights up inside of them and put them on these guys. So now they have haunted baby doll heads. And they are well. so freaking funny. They are perfect. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm I, yikes. Yep. It's probably a good thing Mars isn't here. She wouldn't be able to walk through the front door, Claire. Probably not. She's not <laughs> a fan of the terrifying. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, they are adorable. I kind of love zombie baby heads. <laughs> right? Things you can only say right here on the psychic hour. Right. right? Walmart, Lauren, like five bucks. <laughs> there you go if you would like some zombie baby heads of your own right 
I'm loving them. I think after Halloween, I'll probably just, I don't know, bring them in and put them on the mantle or something. <laughs> I have always joked that I was going to put a haunted baby doll in Mars's bed because. Oh. That might <clears throat> end her. I mean. It might. Something is killing me right now. <laughs> anyway. So that's what's up around here. The usual. Cool. <laughs> the, the usual. Thing. Weird things, yeah. Yeah, very weird. Well, I'm. How about you? <laughs> I was back at the doctor today because mm. I have an H. pylori infection in my stomach, and I've already been treated for it once, and it's back. Boo. So I've kind of had a yucky afternoon where I don't feel good, and I can already taste the antibiotics. Like I started them at dinner, mm. I can already taste them, and they're the kind that make your mouth taste bad the whole time you're on them. <laughs> Damn it! Damn you, immune system. Ah, boo. Well, hopefully this antibiotic kicks its ass quick and gets you back to feeling like yourself. I sure hope so. The last time I had H. pylori, <coughs> it took two rounds of antibiotics, and it looks mm. like it's going to happen again. So, yeah. fingers crossed, we'll get through it. Ah, you will, but blah, boo. Yeah, yucky. No. Wow. Oh, Kate said, I love taking my girls to Walmart during Halloween. They are terrified of the decorations. <laughs> oh. I like to go to Spirit Halloween. I hmm. never buy anything in there. They have the coolest, like the big. I always want one of those cool, like life-size witches by the front door, or fortune tellers, or some other thing. But oh my god, I'm too cheap, you guys. I'm a cancer. I just I don't part with my money, and not. I just can't make myself do it. I can't. Yeah, they are quite expensive. I know. I just can't see spending like two or three hundred dollars on a. Halloween decoration that you're going to then put away. But then again, there's another part of me that's like, why not? You'll use it every year. You'd love it. What's your problem? The ongoing batter, battle of the Cancerian uh, money brain, you know. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, the other cool thing that happened to me today is that I hit 2,000 followers on TikTok. Yes, you did. Which I got to say, I'm pretty darn proud of. I have worked hard for those, my friends. Yes, you have. <laughs> But I'm having a good yes, time. Yes, you have. Yeah. If you're a TikToker, come see me. I'm eclectic healer on TikTok. Yes. And I'm having fun awesome. over there. I noticed that someone did tell us what they had for dinner a long time Several ago. Several did. Yeah. We missed it. Yeah. Uh, Shelby had chicken, big potato, veggies, and salad. RJ had chicken burgers. Angie said, I was bad today. Pizza and brownies. Angie, that sounds like you were good today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kate's trying to motivate herself to make Hawaiian fried rice, but it's so hot in the kitchen. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a challenge. I'm with you on that. Oh, let's see. Sherry had a fried egg sandwich. Oriana's having pizza. Mm, that really makes me. I thought out some chicken, but I really want pizza. I've been thinking that all day. So for me, because I can't eat the crust, I'll just go to Little Caesars and get a pizza and just eat the toppings. And you would not believe how satisfying that actually is without the crust. Yep. I do it sometimes, too. Mm -hmm. That works for me. Ooh, Kim. Oh, Kim will be right over. Yes. She made homemade stew and biscuits. Ooh, nice. That feels that like a best. fall kind of dinner, you know? I've been thinking yeah, about making stew Ooh. and... Yeah. Getting, you know, using my crock pot and my Instapot and stuff again. And mm -hmm. it's time. Too. It's, we're getting to the season. We're, we're at the season. 
Erin yeah. said she loves Spirit Halloween, but their prices are absurd. Yeah, they are. They're insane. Insane. Yeah, they are fun to walk in. Although, they are fun my son in. always has some weird thing he wants to be for Halloween. And we often end up with some of his accessories from yeah. Spirit. Because, you know, he'll want to be like, I don't know, a character from an old movie that like yeah. isn't popular anymore. And you're like, I don't know where to buy that, except for Spirit Halloween. They'll have it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can you can improvise with them. Yeah. Oh, Bianca had uh, pork chops and peppers. Stephanie had a cheeseburger with fried onions, mushroom, and Swiss coleslaw on the side. And Aaron had cereal. <laughs> Good job, Aaron. Hey, you ate something. Oh, Angie wants a full-size unicorn skeleton for her front yard. So bad. Oh, Angie, me too. The skeletons are really fun. I they thought they are. were really fun. Mm -hmm. My but husband. People steal stuff in my neighborhood. Yeah, he have tons of cool ones. Yeah, we have. They're not life-size. Well, they are for like not unicorn-sized, but we have like dog-sized. You know, like what big size dog are size. unicorns though. Ooh, really? It's hard to say. <laughs> I don't know. We have a dragon that's black and it has these iridescent like bony wing things. It's pretty oh, cool. Oh, it's really cool. We have a unicorn, but it's little. It's like this big and sits on the steps and it makes a galloping noise and whinnies when you walk past. And <laughs> I have to keep it turned off or my chihuahuas can't go out front and go pee because. <laughs> <laughs> well, they think they're about to be trampled by horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, full-size unicorn, I want that too. Yeah. yeah, those are neat. If I could figure out a way to like padlock them to my house. Right. We've had a lot of crap stolen in my neighborhood. Some jackasses are always looking to see if we've left something out. So, mm -hmm. you know, that sucks. We're really That was real here. love and lighty of me, wasn't it? My house. Well, yeah, well, know. where you live, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oriana, of course she did. Bought some cute black cat Halloween decorations, a black cat pillow head. And a black cat uh, decor. How fun. We have awesome. this enormous tree thing. One of the, the blow up plug in things, you know. And it's mm -hmm. like this enormous like haunted zombie tree. And it has these big arms that come up like this. And it's big. What is it? Like 12 feet tall. Like it's oh, huge. Yeah, I'm sure. And when you unplug it at night or flip the, the switch to shut the power off to it. As it comes down, it kind of looks like it's attacking. And I have seen it fall directly on our dogs, one of our dogs before. <laughs> and I almost died. He almost died. Oh, my God. Oh. I didn't mean for it to happen. I put them out to potty. I thought they were coming back in. I flipped the switch to turn off the house for the night. And the zombie came down right on one of the chihuahuas. Oh, my God. It touched him. It touched him. <laughs> oh, boy. That he oh. freaked out. Lauren wants a zombie flamingo this year. Oh, that's cool. That you know who fun. has a lot of that stuff is Fred Meyer. Scott keeps going. We've mm -hmm. got to go to Fred Meyer and look at their Halloween stuff because they always have the zombie skeleton-y stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, Lauren said, or sorry, Erin said that her neighbor got her gnome stolen in full view of her security camera. That's, yeah, some people do have no shame. That sucks. Yeah. That does suck. Boo. Yeah. Some people suck. That's mm -hmm. just a reality. <laughs> some people, it's like some people want bad karma. Yeah. Well, 
We're going to talk a little bit tonight about ancestor altars. Yes. This is a subject that is so near and dear to my heart. Uh, because I do this every year. And in a lot of different cultures, people feel like the other side gets much closer in the fall. Mm-hmm. The veil is thinner. The dimensions are closer. The heaven is closer. However you want to quantify that. I, I don't have. I'm not married to any word per se. I usually say the right. veil because, you know, I was raised Mormon. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> right. And somehow that stuck with me. But <laughs> Unlike everything else. <laughs> right. Nothing else really. But veil, we'll go with that. But uh, at any rate, uh, and, and, you know, there's a lot of celebrations around celebrating ancestors and the dead this time of year. Get, not now, but, you know, getting into the end of October. And so an ancestor altar is perfect. Now, you could have an ancestor altar up to, all the time if you wanted to, but you don't have to. Sure. An altar is just an assembly of things. You could put it on top of a dresser, a shelf, a table. You could clear off a bookshelf to put it on if you wanted to. Like, you don't need a lot of space for this. And it doesn't have to take up, uh, you know, be a center point of, in your house if you want it to not be. But just some spot where you pull together a gathering of items that are meaningful for you. And so this is the, I send this out in my magazine every year this time of year. So you just assemble a sacred place of remembrance. You can use books, photos, special items, candles, crystals, anything else that helps you honor them. And then while you have your ancestor altar in place, uh, you just take a few minutes with it every day to offer some love and gratitude, to call them in, to feel their energy, whatever, however that works for you. But that's what an ancestor altar is. Mm -hmm. I was going to show you a couple examples of mine. For the last two years, I did a terrarium. This turned out kind of cool. So a little bit hard. There we go. So I've got this big lantern thing that I put some moss in and I filled it up with crystals and items that reminded me of my parents, my grandparents, our baby brother, uh, and other ancestors that I feel really connected to. And then this lights up and I had it on my mantle and I would just, you know, spend a little time with it every day. So I'm not going to do terrarium this year but i thought i'd suggest it because it turned out pretty cool and that's it's a, a cool nice idea compact, uh, yeah well it's a little compact way to put together a little altered well, sorts and you know those of us with cats yeah because i haven't done one because dude i have four cats right. they are going to be in right in the middle of that the second mm-hmm. i do it but that's a cool idea that if i got something like that lantern that that they could you know could, could enclose some stuff uh-huh. Hmm. That's making it's me want to do it. I've been in it for a long time, along with my stuff. Mm-hmm. That lived in there pretty happily for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really that's- cool idea. But I, I love that idea of it being contained. Or if you have little kids, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so that you can keep it up where it's protected and not being messed with all the time. Or if the idea of an altar is something that uh, makes you... Not uncomfortable, but maybe would make other people coming to your house uncomfortable or, you know, I know there's just some, uh, there's some weird stuff. I get it, you know, but yeah, that word, altar, that altar. Yep. Mm-hmm. That word. Yep. 
So, but it's going to show you guys a few things that are going on my altar this year. So I have these scissors that I had to wrestle away from my husband because he has hoarded these. Uh, why in the hell would I put scissors on my altar? These belong mm -hmm. to our dad and he was a barber and these were some of his cutting shears. Yeah. And so they're going to go on my altar. I'm borrowing these. I would have direct. liked to have seen you and Scott wrestling over a pair of shears because <laughs> they are sharp as hell. Well, I, I know he has them. He has a, a few pairs. I know I knew he had them and I asked if I could borrow a pair. And he was like, I mean, he really interrogated me hard about why. Well, uh, what I, are you going to do? With them? God damn it. That's why. Uh, <laughs> I am going to put my mom's favorite book on my altar this year good idea yes she loved the mists of avalon she sure did marion zipper bradley in general but uh particularly this book and this movie mm -hmm. so those are both going on the altar i am going to put a goddess nice i'm going to put an angel mm -hmm. i'm going to put a lantern a littler one Mm -hmm. Just a little extra light to it and just mm -hmm. uh, make it cozy and inviting. And, you know, I like the idea of turning on the light to invite them in, you know, mm -hmm. whether you light a candle or you have a little lantern or other kind of light. I am going to put a pack of big red gum to represent our grandma Betty. Mm -hmm. Her lifeblood. Yes, <laughs> it certainly was. I'm going to place some fat flowers for a couple of our other grandmas, our grandma uh, Pfeiffer and our grandma Moore mm -hmm. and a baby picture of our baby brother that died when he was four months old and then thinking about a few other uh, ancestors that I might place a few other things for but this will be my gathering I'll probably put some pine cones and some you know folly looking things just because it's fall you know and because yeah. it's the aesthetic you know and I will put a bunch of candles in there, actually, because I will do, you know, essentially ceremony for them every so often and put some, uh, you know, light some candles for them. So that's what my ancestor altar will look like. And I'm going to probably wait to put mine together until we get back from traveling. But uh, that's what it'll look like and what I'm going to do with it this year. It changes, like I said, year to year. Sometimes I just use a crystal and make a crystal grid. And every crystal is representative of a certain family member, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I think that's really cool. Hmm. Now I got to think about. Bianca said, in my culture, we believe in feeding the spirits. Do you do that too? No, we feed ourselves <laughs> in that we will do something like cook their favorite food or drink their favorite wine in honor of them. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys put or out go to food. their favorite restaurant. Right, Bianca? Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to know what the rest of you guys do or if you do, or if mm -hmm. I have your wheels turning about what you would like to do. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Jeannie. Yeah. The light, I think the light's important, you know? Mm -hmm. I do too. I, I think there's so much symbolism in the light, you know, and drawing, drawing them in and, you know, leaving the light on for them. You know, you could think of it in lots of different ways, but I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it will go for me. And again, I'll get mine going here like next week and keep that altar up until probably mid uh, Thanksgiving when I'm ready to take it down. But mm -hmm. yeah. So 
So what are you thinking? Crystals? What are you going to do? Pictures? Well, of, of course, crystals. That's what I thought. Uh, yeah, crystals and pictures. Um, that's what I got. Crystals and pictures. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's good enough, right? I'm yeah. like looking around me like, what else have I got? I'm, you know, I love the idea of putting mom's favorite book. That's really cool. Yeah, me too. I can't put his favorite book because uh, I'm, I'm joking, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know the joke. <laughs> you know, I, well, you could put a, um, oh, what's that Western author? Oh, you could put like a Louis L'Amour book. Louis no L'Amour. Yeah. We pulled the meanest prank on our town. <laughs> meanest, jerks. funniest, I don't know, whatever. So about a month or so after our mom died, we, I noticed on the counter in his kitchen a book that he'd purchased, and it was Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> this is not his style at all. And I was like, what no. the hell? So I said, uh, what's, what's this? <laughs> he goes, I, I bought it at Barnes & Noble. And I said, why? <laughs> and he said, well, because our mom was a huge book, uh, you know, an avid book fan. She had hundreds of books. She was a teacher. She loved reading and literacy. And so she had always she always bought him books or yeah. made a recommendation and so he was he loved to read as much as she did but she kept him in books right so yeah. after she died then he's like he's lonely and bored and you know also dying from cancer and needs shit to do so he goes mm -hmm. to buy a book and I said why did why did you buy this and he said um I don't know I just I I'd heard the title before so when I saw it I thought well it well, must be good our mom always bought the books that were on the bestsellers list that were displayed together at uh -huh. Barnes and Noble. Yeah. And that's where this book was. Mm -hmm. I said, do, do you know what this book is about? And he goes, mm, no. And I'm like, I don't know if you're going to like this. So he read the back of it and he's just getting redder and redder. And he's like, oh, no. When did I buy this book? <laughs> so he throws it away. So. And he just threw it like in the just the regular trash can. So then uh, when we went to leave, Scott pulled it out and put it back on the counter. And so the next morning he wakes up and it's back out. And he's like, oh, damn it. So he went outside and threw it in the big bin. And then the next night, Scott snuck back over there and put it back on the counter. <laughs> anyway, it happened a couple of times. I think he finally threw it away somewhere else. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, putting it back, but. That's so funny. Anyway, cracks me up. Still makes me laugh. Almost mm -hmm. as much as the time that I bought him Sarah Palin's book because he thought he'd like that too. But <laughs> and then teased him mercilessly about it forever. But yes. Anyway. But well, we have some Louis questions about altars. Yes. But yeah, a Louis L'Amour book would be good. Uh-huh. Oh, Bianca said, uh, we give them a nibble of the food we eat, nothing too wasteful. That's an awesome idea. I love that. that. I will say as a medium, I have had spirits tell me tons of times. Oh, Fifty Shades of Grey, cranky. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've had spirits tell me lots of times to eat for them. Uh, it's a really weird transition to transition into not having senses. Yeah. Not smelling, not tasting. Um, you know, any of us that have had COVID, we can't smell and taste, so we're halfway there. But <laughs> uh, anyway, it, just having not having those, you know, sensories anymore, sensory experiences. So they really do, uh, you know, like it when you eat their food, their favorite things, and 
drink their favorite things and stuff. So I, I really yeah. believe in the, the power of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cranky. Big hard pass on that one. Right. OK. <laughs> Did you Sherry see Sherry's question? Okay. Yeah. Do you hear from them more when you do this? I'm going to say yes. Probably not because you do this, but because you're paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. Like for bringing example, your, your intention forward. I talk to my parents quite a bit, but my grandparents, my grandmas, I'm a little more uh, separated from, not for any other reason than, you know, life just keeps happening for me and I don't feel them and communicate with them as much. And getting their stuff out and putting an altar together with something that belongs to them or is meaningful for them and really intending, you know, some energy with them every day has made a huge difference. Yes. Yeah. In fact, especially with my grandma, Betty, I will dream about her. Once I get her up on an altar, she'll start coming through in dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's been gone a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, one time she came through and tried to give me a baby. So I don't know. <laughs> her trust and dream, dreams of grandma. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Angie said she can't wait to start her altar. I hope that you guys do. And. If you do, come over to uh, True Crime Paranormal and share your pictures with us. Yes, we'd love to see them. Uh, does the altar have to be designated for past or family members? Can it be for a lost love or to an early death? Of course, babe. Anybody. Anybody that's crossed anybody over. Anybody that's sure. crossed over, yeah, that you love and you're thinking about should go on your grid. Yeah, or on your altar. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, Kimberly. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, Cranky said, we love incense. A light Japanese kind. We have an altar also. Mm -hmm. oh, incense is a good idea. I actually mm -hmm. use incense too. It's a great I idea. And I love yeah. Japanese incense, Cranky. It is oh so God. beautiful. We used to sell it when we had our metaphysical store and it was my favorite. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's much nicer. It's cleaner. It burns nicer. Oh, yeah. It's totally different. Oh, Cranky said, our altar, altar is full of stuff we like and stuff we find in nature and statues. Awesome. I love I that. Them. That's that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I love that. Well, and I have stuff all over my house for my parents and my grandparents. So just need to gather up some stuff. Yeah. We kind of have like a house altar, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Well, that's my thought for you guys is just uh, to get your wheels turning, you know. Are you supposed to keep the altar up all the time? I don't. I usually just put mine up sometime in September and take it down right after Halloween or sometime into early November. Yeah. And it depends. I mean, you can. Sure. You know, sometimes people use an altar as a way to communicate with their loved ones who've crossed over. And uh, even to write messages on little pieces of paper and put them on the altar to send them a message. Uh, oh, yeah. Things like that. And so it's, um, you know, there are a lot of different ways of having an altar. Mm -hmm. And and so there really is, you know, nothing, uh, you know, there's no wrong way. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Cranky said there's stay up all the time for meditation. Yeah. 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 And we're talking specifically about putting out an ancestor altar, but definitely having an altar with uh, your favorite things and a meditation altar, all mm -hmm. really powerful things. Yeah. Kimberly, I was thinking of using a little cabinet. Yeah. 
yeah, something like that is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Cranky, go ahead and post it on our Facebook page. We'd love to see it. Or in our oh, Facebook yeah. group, I guess, in the group. Yeah. Is where you can post. We would love to see that. Yeah. Erin said, I used to collect action figures, so I've got some universal monster ones, so I pulled them out. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, decide who each of your crossed over family members would be. If they were a superhero, you could do a superhero altar. That would be super cool. That would be so much fun. It would. I could see that being really fun. I don't know why, but when you said that, the vision of it I, I had of it was with Care Bears. <laughs> you so could. You would could a do Care Bear altar be awesome? <laughs> yes, it would. And you could assign family members each a Care Bear. I mean, yeah. This, this can, right. you know, and if you have little kids, this is a great way, you know, to include them in something like this. And that's stuff yeah. that's unbreakable, you know, and, mm-hmm. and stuff. I, yeah. Care Bears would be really fun. I really want, a, is it Grumpy Bear? Yeah. Is that his name? I really want to get a Grumpy Bear for our, one of our grandmas. Yes. That, that's so perfect. So perfect. Cute. In the sweetest way. Or Beanie Babies. No kidding. See, you can have a ball with this, right? Yeah. And just totally make it yours. Make it right for you. And just, uh, yeah. Well, it's, that makes me think, actually. So this is all about your, you know, just loving your peeps. So you could do it however you want to. I collect dragons. So I collect dragons oh, like this, right. different kinds of dragon figurines. And I was thinking I could do a really fun one and and assign each dragon as a family member and mm-hmm. then put some stones and pictures and stuff too. But I really love the idea of like, you know, making them like mythical creatures with powers because they really kind of are at this point. Mm-hmm. How about a Barbie altar? That. Why not? Why not? I mean, our mom would hate that yeah. because she didn't let us play with Barbies. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a Barbie family, go for it. We were not allowed, yeah, not allowed, allowed to play with Barbie as a kid. No. It is no, what it is. We, we, we were not. We just played with Barbie <laughs> at friends' houses. I mean, let's be real. Everyone had Barbies but us. Yes, but us. <laughs> <laughs> our mom was a feminist. <laughs> She hated the idea of this uh, long-legged, blue-eyed, blonde-haired depiction of who women were supposed to be and what they were supposed to look like, and we weren't allowed. Well, as you can see, uh, we don't fit into that mold at all, So, and neither <laughs> did she. she. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you got Barbies, Bratz dolls, whatever, you know, Ooh, I, think, I think it could be really fun. Oh, crazy. Oh. You had the van and everything. Wow. I'm impressed. I always thought, I was always jealous of our friends that had like the dream house and the car and all the cool hey, stuff. Hey, Renee. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm excited. You guys have got my wheels turning about some things I want to do. And uh, hopefully we've got your wheels turning too. But uh, well, I like the idea of doing some things that more clearly represent people's personalities. Yeah. You know, and who you remember them to be and mm-hmm. things about them, you know, like Grumpy Bear is one of our grandmas. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I um, say that in the lovingest of ways. And believe me, she would laugh her ass off about that. Oh, she totally would have. Yeah. But, uh, but she was grumpy. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, too funny. Well, I'm excited. 
lots of good ideas. So if you guys do build an altar, just come over to True Crime Paranormal uh, discussion group. It's a group on Facebook. You do have to ask to enter if you haven't in the past and we'll just let you write in. But uh, then I'll you and share your pictures in there and we'll talk about it. That would be really fun. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to tell the tubbies, well, there you go. I mean, why not? You could just raid why your not? kids' toy boxes and have figurines for all mm-hmm. of your family members. I think that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, we definitely yeah. want to see your altars. Now, now I'm like looking at all my dragons thinking. Skeletor. Right. Skeletor might be oh, too You far. could do He-Man. That's terrible. Skeletor might be too far, but but the He-Man characters, like, I don't know. That's kind of old, maybe. That's old school. Well, your husband has a few, doesn't he? (laughs) Yes, he does. He does. Uh, You know what else would be fun for this is the Funko Pop. Yes. The earrings. Mm -hmm. You could do a straight-up Harry Potter altar. Oh, you totally could. Surely you have a dad or a grandpa figure that could be a Dumbledore. You mm-hmm. probably have a Snape in your family. Mm-hmm. You probably have a Hermione. You know, yeah. you could go crazy with that one. Star Wars. Fun. Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. Who's going to be Darth Vader in your Star Wars altar? Maybe nobody. <laughs> Kimberly said, I'm so excited to get started on mine. I need some good juju. Well, yeah. you know what? That's what I love about projects like this. Not only is it drawing you closer to spirit. You know, but creative endeavors are so good for your spirit as well. And just for your endorphins. And there's a lot of reasons why being creative is good for you. Mm -hmm. And it might give you a a goal and some things to work on, which that doesn't suck either. Sometimes we just need something to break us free of the mundane, you know, Mm -hmm. portions of our lives to work on something else. So for sure. Well, and when you do put your attention on something, it grows. And yeah. so it is true that you have more um, experiences with people who have crossed over when you do things like this because you put, you're putting more attention mm-hmm. in that place. Yeah. So once your altar is built, meditate with it for five minutes a day or pray over it or just water up to it and say, hi, mom, hi, dad. Thanks for being here. Whatever. You decide what's right for you. You'll have Write little messages or questions on pieces of paper and drop them on your altar. Drop them on your altar. You'll have some days that you really spend some time with it and other days that you totally forget. Don't beat yourself up. It's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay. When you're drawn to it and you work with it, you're supposed to. If you don't, you're not. It's okay. I always want to be very careful that we don't rule things up so much that it ruins it for you, you know? Right. I I think that's really, really important when it comes to cultivating your spirituality that like nobody's perfect. Nobody does it every day. Nobody remembers all the time and and that's okay. No. And I don't want you laying in bed and, you know, at 1030 and be like, Oh God, I never did the altar today and I have to get back up or, you know, now I've screwed it all up. No, 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 no. Tomorrow's a candle. I would, I will. I do usually, not every day, mm-hmm. but occasionally, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. There's just something about the energy of lighting a candle that mm-hmm. gets you in that right headspace. Yep. You know, you can even do a little candle flame meditation. Just, you know. Yeah, or just it's a great way. Yeah, in honor of their lives, in honor of their legacies. Right. I mean, the other thing you could do is throw a little candle magic in here and, sure. you know, have a candle that's blessed. 
mm-hmm. to um, attract their, you know, communications into your lives more, to send them love, whatever you want it to do, mm-hmm. and just, um, you know, use that candle because you can bless the candle easily to, you know, say, you know, like, hey, I would like more communication. I'd like more awareness that you're around me. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. It's good work. Well, I'm excited to see how it goes for you guys. Yeah. Well, we figured today that we might have a few extra minutes for readings, and we really do. We haven't read on the show in a while because we've been so busy having fun with other stuff. We've been so busy yakking. We haven't... (laughs) Yeah, need a reading. I'll tell you straight up right now. I'm more likely to pick readings that you ask a specific question because we don't have a lot of time for broad and general readings. So yeah. if you need a reading or some energy work, please feel free. Free. Please free, do. free to <laughs> throw it up in the chat. Yes, Erin, it should be fun, not a chore. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It needs and to it be something be fluid, that... not full of guilt. We yeah. don't do guilt. Yeah. No. Yeah, don't put too much weight upon you for that. No, 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 no. Life is guilty enough. We don't need it here too, right? No, you know, I I got out of religion for that reason. (laughs) I mean, not just that reason, but one of many. Like, you know, I'm always doing my best. I shouldn't have to feel guilty all the time. No, and, and spirituality sometimes creates that stuff, you know? Creates that, uh energy of uh you have to do it this way and if you don't you know you're screwed or you've ruined everything or the energy's all wrong and yeah no we're just not doing that okay bianca do i have a good chance of getting the promotion i applied for Brittany, you can ask whatever you want babe whatever yeah anything it's fine i know i was seeing i have to just throw this out here i was seeing a tiktok psychic the other day that i was watching because i was curious holy shit she had a laundry list of things you were not allowed to ask about. Yeah. I've worked on hotlines with psychics before that there's a huge list of don't ask this, don't ask this, don't ask this. It's real weird. I don't know. Yeah. That I, I don't understand, except for unless she's worried about liability or if they're just questions she just doesn't like answering. I don't know. But I was so turned off by that. I went, why though? Like, yeah. if this is what's in people's heart, like, why? Uh, Brittany, yes, she will. Yeah, that's that's a definite yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, her question was, "Will I ever conceive again?" You're, I know why you asked uh, what questions we allow because a lot of psychics will not answer that question. <laughs> right, that is true. So, but one of my gifts uh, for a long time actually has been seeing people's uh, children or potential children in their uterus and predicting, you know, like how many kids you'll have or how many. Uh, you know, or boys, girls, whatever. And I, you still have two lights in your, uh, in your sacral chakra. So I, I don't know that you'll have both of them, but I feel like you will have at least one of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep, yep. Okay. Let's go back. Bianca. Sorry, Bianca. I got way off track. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca said, do I have a good chance of getting the job that I, yeah, I appreciate you, Brittany, a lot. Uh, do I have a good chance of getting the job that I have applied for the promotion? Christy, do you want to take a look at that one? And I will look at Kate, both job questions. Yeah. You know, Bianca, I, I don't like saying no, but I actually really feel no that you won't. And I'm sorry for that. I do feel 
um, eventually something else is going to come along that will be better. And so in the moment, it feels shitty, frankly, but in the long run, you're going to actually have a better promotion later. But I do have a pretty strong no on that. Okay, Kate, I feel like for you with job searching, it's such a, I know you've got the girls like, you know, doing some school stuff and, you know, feeling a little more freed up to be able to work. It, this has got to be something that is so low key so that you're not going to feel super anxious about it or like you can't, uh, or like you have to take it home with you at night. I feel like it absolutely has to be part-time. Do not try and force yourself into a full-time job. The timing of that is terrible. I do feel like you'll find something, though. I feel like, I keep feeling like you're going to come across something in a place that you regularly frequent. So whether this is some kind of a market or it, even, it could even be at the kids' school. But, you know, just a place that you're at quite often and visiting with somebody that you've you know, kind of throw it out there that you're looking for a job and they have some uh, thoughts for you about that. So I do feel like the, you're going to have something by the end of October. Yeah. And that's the message I kept getting is that you need to be making sure that you tell everybody you meet, you're looking for a job, which seems like a weird thing to do, but mm -hmm. that's where the connection is going to come through. Mm -hmm. Yep. It'll yeah. be so easy, Kate, when it happens, it'll be so easy. Lauren says, my anxiety is raging out of control right now. Can I get some energy work to help? Do you want to take that one? And I'll I will. Okay. So, yeah, Lauren, you have um, what I call tornado energy body. So your root shifted out of alignment and there's all this uh, stagnant energy stuck in your upper energy body that's just got your brain running 100 miles an hour. So I'm going to take care of that. And I think you'll feel a whole lot better. Awesome. Jessica said, I'm feeling disconnected from my husband and need some healing or clearing to get us back to the normal us. Let's take a look. I feel like it's kind of twofold. I feel like there's been some depression on his part and maybe on yours too. Like you guys both feel really flat to me, Jessica. So I'm going to take a minute here to really uh, clear the debris out for both of you. And raise you up. You guys so need a trip or, you know, even a road trip or a weekend getaway. Something that's just about you guys. He particularly feels to me like he's just been really worried and kind of drawn in a lot to, like, news and, you know, that kind of stuff the last while. And it's kind of consumed him. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of it's gotten in the way and you too have, you know, quite kind of not felt like yourself. So anyway, we just need you guys to be able to come back to center. So I'm clearing out the heart chakra connection between the two of you. I'm going to pull him in closer to you as well so that you guys can just get back in sync. I feel like you guys are such a great match. It's just that lately, I even think the last year things have been hard. They've been uncertain. They've been weird. And you're both just really feeling it. Okay, Kimberly, my daughter's having some serious mental and emotional issues and is in the hospital. Could you send some good vibes her way? Okay. Absolutely. And in fact, I'm going to ask everybody to just join us for just a minute, mm -hmm. sending a really big boost. So in the case of your daughter, when people are going through stuff like that, one of the best things we can do is send them 
the energy of being healed, you know, mm -hmm. uh, being in a good place of being happy, of being bright, of feeling like themselves. Feeling safe. Yeah. Safe is a big one. Yeah. So if you guys will all just join us for just a minute. I'm connecting with Kimberly's daughter and just sending her our very best. But Kimberly, she is right where she needs to be. Yeah, she is. I'm glad she's there. I feel like she is going to get what she needs to get back on top. There is a question of safety in her life, and it's not safety about her behavior. This is safety about someone else in her life that makes her feel unsafe. Kimberly, I'm telling you only that because I just want you to be aware of where is that possibly coming from. And it can just be her perception. It doesn't mean someone's harming her. It could mean someone's harming her, but it doesn't des definitely mean that. But I do feel there is a sense of unsafeness in her that uh, there's a situation in her life that makes her feel unsafe and that is feeding a lot of this. So take a look at that and see what changes you can help her make uh, in order to feel safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Darn it. I'm sorry she's struggling, but I'm sure glad that she's getting help. Yeah. All Definitely. right. She says, is it time for a new job for me? If so, benefits or compensation? Why you got to choose, Trish? <laughs> I think you can have both. Uh, I wonder. I feel like you're really stagnant. Uh, you've been stagnant for the last while in like every avenue of your life, and it's been making you feel really anxious for a change. Or I don't know if anxious is the right word, but kind of, you know, feeling a change up and coming. I could see you go out for a new job. I really could. But I don't feel like you will have to give up one or the other. I feel like you can get bennies and you can get decent compensation to make it worth it. But yep, I'll, I'm expecting that by the end of the year, you have uh, retired from where you're at and moved on to something else. Well, and or retired or quit, whatever. But, you know, I, I feel like that's coming. Yep. Christy, Erin says she drowned at a year old. Did it open a door that she's unaware of? And is she safe now? Yes, you are safe now. It did not open a door. You don't have a portal or anything like that. No, you are definitely safe. You were surrounded with support and safety at the time that it happened, and you are still safe. There's not, there's nothing attached to you in any way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Marty wants to know, will she get a different job? You are going to get a different job, Marnie, but I don't feel like it's going to be very fast. I suspect that it'll be before the end of the year, but I'm really looking at like end of November, first part of December. Uh, if you, you know, continue to actively look now. I don't think it would hurt, though, to, to get busy looking. I feel like your current job is uh, crushing your soul and you need something else. So, you know, start looking, get your resume together, work on it now, but it's going to be a few months. So don't get too discouraged, right? Just keep plugging away it, and it is going to work out for you. Mm -hmm. Also, I suspect that you are underpaid where you are and that you'll find something uh, that you'll actually be a little uh, shocked and almost entertained about how much better you'll do by leaving. <laughs> 
amazing how that works sometimes, huh? It, yeah, it's crazy. Sherry, Christy, Sherry said, my son, will my son heal or need another surgery? If so, before the end of the year. He is going to need one more surgery, yes. And it will be in December is what I'm hearing. So it will be before the end of the year, but it won't be very, it'll be quite close to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And but I do like feel like not super serious this time. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Like it's a, it's a less serious thing. And he is going to heal well after that. It's just one last thing that has to be done before his body can really take over. Yeah. Yeah. Angie, does my mama, does my deceased mama visit me? Yes, she does. Uh, She visits you. She touches you. She touches you on the shoulder and also on top of the head. And she said, sometimes you, uh, Kind of, you'll either have a little chill or you'll kind of, you know, scratch at your head or something like you notice you, you now you'll know when you have that, you'll go, Oh, now I know who's here. But I also think Angie, sometimes you smell her. She said that she, she uh, comes through in scent as well. And sometimes you smell what reminds you of her. So, but yeah, she definitely visits you. She's actually just really, really proud of you. She said that life has uh, thrown you a lot of curveballs, and you just keep uh Catching them, she said. <laughs> I like that analogy. Yeah. Uh, Cranky, can I get some good vibes and energy for my husband's health? Chris, did you want to grab that one? Yeah, I do. Um, something just hit me right in the solar plexus, actually, when you asked that question. So I'm just going to take a look and do a little clearing around his solar plexus, that part of his energy body. Something was going on there that's bringing his vibration down. So, yeah. Okay. Jeannie also needs an energy body reading. I think I'm going to save that one for Christy too, Jeannie. So I'm going to move on, but we'll get. I'm going to throw that one her way when she's all done with uh, with who she's working on right now. Cooper's friend, do you answer political questions? Ooh, <laughs> I'll answer it because it's from Canada. <laughs> she said the People's Party is a relatively new party in Canada. How will they fare in the September 20th election? Uh, I feel like <laughs> they will pick up a few seats, but they're not going to do uh, remarkably well. Yeah. But there will be some growth for them. Uh, I, I think by and large it will be... I don't want to say disappointing because this is, you know, they're new out of the gate and they're at least uh, being heard, but I don't feel like there will be a lot of breakthroughs. Okay. So Frankie, I did finish with your husband and just cleared that attachment. There's my cat playing the piano for us all. It would be nice if she could learn a real song. wouldn't it? Right. I mean, come on. She refuses to practice except when we're on the air. Right. <laughs> uh, do a scan for Jeannie, please. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Okay. Let me take a look, Jeannie. Kim said, I've been having trouble with fatigue, but I'm unable to rest. I could use some good energy. Kim, I'm going to just give you a little clearing. I feel like when I look at your energy body, I feel like you're not very grounded. And so you're tired, but you can't sleep because your crown chakra is enormous. And see, when your crown gets too big, it's like you've got this freaking cloud on top of your head and you can't stop thinking. And so, of course, you can't sleep, you can't rest. It's very frustrating. It's a crappy feeling. 
But the good news is it's not that hard to fix. So I'm going to work on it. Um, you have a kind of a fragile root, though. I feel like you are frequently kind of ungrounded. So working on grounding activities, uh, a sea salt bath before bed, a few minutes outside with your feet on the ground, like in the grass if you can, breathing with the earth, diffusing uh, tree oils, like tree resin oils, like sandalwood or frankincense. A frankincense uh, linen spray is nice for this. A dark stone under your bed, like an obsidian uh, or a smoky quartz or another dark crystal under your bed would make a big difference because we got to get you more grounded at night so that you can sleep because uh, right now you're just, your mind's racing, driving you nuts. Okay, I've got that crown pulled down. Good, that is much, much better. All right, what have you got for Jeannie? Okay, Jeannie, um, you are very frozen in your energy body. Uh, you are such an empath. And you were so full of other people's emotional energy. It was like a very tight balloon that couldn't take any more air without bursting. And so I did a lot of clearing of your bubble and of your energy body because you've just, you're such a bright light, but you attract what I call moths. And that is people who need you and need you a little too much. So you had a lot of, energy of people sort of pulling at you and then you're sucking up their emotional energy. So I did clear all of that away. I'm just going to give you one job. And that is that every time you feel something, an emotion, I want you to ask yourself, is this mine? And if it isn't yours, just feel free to give it on back to whoever it belongs to. Because I feel like you um, unintentionally take on a lot of emotional energy and a lot of other people's problems simply because you feel them, which is what a lot of us empaths do, but it's so not good for you. So time to start setting a few little boundaries and saying, sorry, you're anxious, but that's your anxiety. <laughs> See if you can start working on just not taking it on. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, Angie mm -hmm. said, thank you. You hit the nail on the head. My mama was a softball mom too. I wonder if she made that analogy. That's funny. She had her eye removed and was watching me play with an eye patch a week after surgery. Ball analogy. Perfect. Yep. Oh, that's so sweet. She's awesome, Angie. That's cool. Okay. I wanted to make sure. I think we're just about got everybody, but. Yes, Brittany, I wanted to answer that. When you say two lights, do you mean they haven't come to me yet or could I already have one? No, those are ones that you haven't had yet. Yep. You're definitely going to have one of them. Really strong and bright and is waiting. The other one, I feel like you'll have that one. Or if you don't, uh, it'll probably come. They will come. He will come to your family a different way. Uh, either one of your, another children, child will have it. Or, you know, perhaps they'll come in as a niece or a nephew. A lot of times, uh, lights like that, if they're meant to be in your family, they will be. And if you end up not having them for whatever reason, somebody will. Mm -hmm. and they'll still join your family and they'll be one of those souls that you have a really special connection to. Yeah. Whatever. Sometimes it even happens with um, adopted children, like my son yeah. or our cousin. Well, both okay. are uh, two of our cousins, really. Yeah. 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 
Oh, she has a seven-year-old. It's been trying for three years. Yep, it's coming. Brittany, take a look at your acidity. Make sure that you are super alkaline. So no soda and take some steps to alkalize your system. You can just research that and figure out what uh, you are or are not doing that could help you. But uh, that makes, I, I don't want to brag, but I've gotten a lot of clients pregnant. <laughs> you have. <laughs> working on alkaline and acidity. And acidity. Mm -hmm. Our diets are really acidic and your women's bodies get really acidic. And then your body becomes this like super hooty sperm killer that nothing can get through because you are killing the crap out of them. So think super about hooty sperm killer. Remember that one. <laughs> you guys want that on a mug or a t-shirt? Um, yeah, right. <laughs> at any rate, think about acidity and alkaline. Um, alkalizing is usually a lot of people do it. You can buy alkaline water now, which is pretty cool. Back in the I day, live it right now, I don't know if you can yes. see, but yeah, you yep. can buy alkaline water. Mm -hmm. That makes a big difference. Uh, you can also drink chlorophyll in your water. Uh, that became a TikTok trend a while ago, and you couldn't buy chlorophyll to save your life. But I think that's probably. Uh, Settle down now, but that's one easy way to do it as well. But anyway, baking soda in your honey. water is also another way. Yeah, it's a little bit of water. Yep, baking soda in water. Yep. All righty, you guys. I think uh, we're good. So yeah, super hooty sperm killers. Now you know. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, we had a colleague once that said uh, he was talking about aliens, but he said. Uh, the human body does not like uh, foreign bodies in it. And I thought... Foreign objects. Foreign objects. That's why <laughs> yeah. women are super hooty sperm killers. Right? <laughs> right. Yes. I think that's why. I have no idea. That's just the thought I had. Okay. What do I know about sperm? I nothing. Absolutely you know, nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah. That's okay. You're not missing much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's YouTube's a way to end the show. <laughs> YouTube's going to take us off the air. My God. Okay, we have to go. I will be back tomorrow with a pop-up. Christy will be back Saturday with a pop-up. We'll be back Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So we yeah. We'll be back Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday with uh, new shows next week. And then, of course, we will have our uh, – hey, Moira, good to see you. We will have uh, yeah, case updates and – the psychic hour next week so all of our stuff but also there's just a lot of stuff still breaking in the uh the gabby case and we're going to continue to send that stuff uh out to you guys so you'll see a little extra stuff coming out from us here in the next little while but you yeah. know gabby petito is missing in our area and uh so we're all over it yep yeah all righties well thanks you guys so much for being here this has been a really good night we appreciate you oh Wait, if you would like a reading from one of us, an important way to end this night, uh, if you'd like to make an appointment with Christy, just head over to True Crime Paranormal Podcast. Don't forget the podcast part. Uh, .com. True Crime Paranormal Podcast.com. And right there, you can schedule a reading with her. If you yep. would like a reading with me, with Katie, go to 12listen. That's number one, number two, listen.com. That is the hotline that I work on. I am contracted with them. So all 
readings have to go through them. But you can just find me, Katie Weaver, there and come get a reading from me. So easy enough. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Thanks, guys. You have been listening to another production of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Have a great night. Thank you.